Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Wesson Walker Show on a Wednesday, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. You just heard us talking with Joe Person about all things David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers. We'll rehash that in a bit. Keep the text coming on the Charlotte Men's Clinic text line, 704-570-9610. But you already know what it is. It's championship week. It's time to get to the campus corner. All right. The ACC came out with their first, second, and third team, all ACC football teams, yesterday. As I said, it's championship week, so this is normally the schedule for that to come out. So some of the initial thoughts, I'll tell you some that I had, was not feeling Keon Coleman being first team all ACC in two positions. He is not in the top 10 in the ACC in receiving yards, nor is he in the top 10 in the ACC in receptions. I get it that he leads the league in touchdown receptions, but to me, all that tells me is that you're good at catching jump balls, okay? I respect his skills. He's He's got a nice highlight reel, and he can give you all the freaky stuff and the the, the one-handed catches and things of that no, nature. it feels like you're a big fan of that. But the consistency, <laughs> the consistency just wasn't there for me. 640 yards to me is not a first-team uh, wide receiver. He's got some ooh and ah plays, but to me, he was definitely a jump ball guy down in the red zone. That was the responsibility of most of his touchdowns. He had a goose egg across the board against Boston College, including other pedestrian games. So that was some of my initial thoughts. Barrett Carter from Clemson making the second team with 59 tackles. I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought Antoine Ryland Powell, Ryland Powell from Virginia Tech should have been on the first team over Jed Verse, who had seven sacks. He got uh, a couple this past weekend, but seven sacks, nine tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss to be exact, and a forced fumble, while Ryland Powell had 13 tackles for loss, nine and a half sacks, and three Forced fumbles. I thought Phil Maffa should have been on one of these teams over Jordan mm. Waters from Duke. Uh, I did not think Tez Walker should have made it. I didn't think he played enough games. He was a baller. I'm not going to take anything away from him in that respect, but just didn't think he played enough games. And I thought there were other deserving wide receivers like a Malachi Fields from Virginia. I thought that was the best duo uh, in the league. And also Power Echoes making the third team. Love my guy from Chambers, but I just didn't feel his impact on the field. This was not a great defense, in my opinion. Uh, Cedric Gray, Gray and Cayman Rucker should have really been the only guys to see some honors uh, off of those teams. But yeah. what are some of your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I think if if you're third team wide receiver for Tez Walker, I think that's fine enough with with him having such a good year when he did return. But other than that, it felt like David Hale was talking about this, too, for ESPN, Mm -hmm. that there were some egregious snubs on this list. What was the biggest problem that you had? Like, you went down the list, but what was the overarching, goodness gracious, how in the world? Keon Coleman making all ACC in two different positions. I could have seen maybe all-purpose because he was pretty good on punt returns, but not at wide receiver. To me, he should have been probably 13. 13 wide receiver just because of some of the numbers. Yeah, yeah, you're not in top 10 on receptions or yardage. 
Yeah, I think for me, I don't know if there was a, an egregious first-team selection. This is the problem, though. Trying to figure out stats versus, oh, that guy is clearly very good. And mm-hmm. if you're looking at Keon Coleman's reception and a lot of his production, that guy is still going to go in the first round of yeah. the NFL draft. That Maybe. He'll go first round. Maybe. We see a lot of guys we think are going to do that, and then once draft time comes around and they start picking guys apart, guys start to fall. Well, That's all I'm saying. Maybe not, but first-round pick at wide receiver, I, I do think that that's in the cards right now, depending on maybe any awful combine testing or whatever, then maybe he does fall. But a lot of the mock drafts tell you that Keon Coleman is going to go first round. He still is really talented. I don't know if I have any problem with that. We're going to get to ACC QB power rankings, and so I don't want to give everything up mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, and so maybe we don't have to do that yet. I just didn't want – I wanted to know about some of the defensive players that you had. Like, mm-hmm. has is there anybody that has had a better year defensively than Peyton Wilson? And should he even be ACC player of the year? Yeah, we were talking about that. And I think in an alternate universe that could happen, I still think that's going to – be Jordan Travis's award to take. But when you look at the type of season that this guy had, I mean, he was tremendous. And I love it for him because of all the adversity that he went through with the injuries and things of that nature. But for him to bounce back and have the type of year he had, clearly the catalyst for that defense, 138 tackles, 17 and a half tackles for loss, six sacks, three interceptions. I think there's no way he goes lower than the second round at this point. Uh, with the way that he played this season. He had a pick six. He's got three interceptions on the season as well. This guy was an all-out playmaker, six passes, defense. He had a forced fumble. I mean, Peyton Wilson was an absolute monster. I think he deserves consideration uh, when you talk about the impact that he has, State being as hot as they are to finish the season. And he was a huge reason why that defense uh, didn't fall off too much from what they have been. It's interesting you mentioned Peyton Wilson falling no later than the second round now because he's a first-round talent. You discussed some of the things that could go uh, awry in the offseason. The medical testing with him, it I could wonder. Be. That's it what could I'm be. scared about. But no, when you turn on that tape. On ta- yeah. Well, yeah, the, 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 the tape is great. If you're worried about him being injured, then you and just the, might not take yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, the numbers. I mean, that's a historically good season. I can't remember too many ACC linebackers having that kind of year where you get close to 140 tackles. Almost 18 tackles for losses, six sacks. I mean, my God, he was a monster. And then also Haynes King was another one that I thought uh, was a snub. It's, I mean, obviously it's tough with Jordan Travis and Drake May, but there's an argument to be made. I know Jack Plummer got his team to the ACC championship, and I think that had a great effect on it. But Haynes King led the ACC in TDR. Uh, he had 35 touchdowns on the year. I probably put him at 13. Yeah, so so Jack Plummer is the guy because I I have no problem with Jordan Travis being first. I have no problem with Drake May being second team, and then you go with Jack Plummer, Louisville QB as the but third. But I can see it. I, I'm I can see it. I mean I can live with it. But so, I'm just saying there's an argument to be made. Yeah, third leading passer in the ACC. It's the rushing when Haynes King separates himself mightily. Plummer was not a runner at that position. Only 60 yards rushing on 78 carries, at least accounted for here in ESPN stats. So Haynes King, I could have seen being up there, but this is all about the winning that Louisville did this right. year, finding themselves in the ACC championship. You just, it felt like Louisville this year 
Jawar Jordan was very good, and so he got his flowers being up there where he was in all ACC consideration. But there was just so many guys that helped. As it's, It felt like that was the team that because of the culmination of talent, they were able to uplift themselves to the ACC championship game rather than having, oh, that's the clear star for those guys. North Carolina, it's Drake May. With Florida State, it's Jordan Travis. With NC State, hell, it's... Peyton Wilson defensively, and it's probably Casey Concepcion offensively, certainly mm-hmm. in the second half. Louisville was impressive just because they had a, a, a really good players that helped the team overall instead of having the one star you could single out. Yeah, and so uh, when you look at a Florida State-led, all schools with 17 all-ACC selections uh, across the board. Miami finished second among all-conference team selections with nine, and Louisville and Duke had eight apiece as well. Fiddy, what were some of your thoughts that you had on this, and what did you think about uh, Drake May being on the second team? I mean, it made sense. Like, you know, whenever you you lead your team to an ACC championship game like Jordan Travis did, of course, now he's hurt, you earn the right to be, uh, you know, on, on the first team. I, I'm not as upset about it overall as you did. I mean, you basically just uh, poo-pooed over everyone's rankings because you had a problem with a bunch of different people <laughs> making different teams, which I, I, which I think – I think what it does, I think it proves how good you think the football is in this conference. Yeah. Like, most years, it's pretty cut and dry. This is who your first team guy is. These are your second. These are your third teams. And I think we had better football in the conference than what we've had in years past. And that's why you're maybe a little bit upset with the way that the voting went down. But from my perspective, I I don't think Carolina got snubbed. And, um, you know, you got to win and play better down the stretch if you want to have first team guys in your program. Well, the thing, too, why I get frustrated is because, you know, you get the people that vote on these teams that don't know a damn thing besides looking at highlight reels and box scores. And that's the frustration that I have sometimes. It's like when you really look at, you know, who can play, who's making impacts, who's out there on the field, and you feel their presence. And and, and real quick, I mean, you look at the year that Omarion Hampton has had, and talking about Drake May on the second team, there's no doubt he was overshadowed by the type of season that Drake May had because Omarion Hampton, right up there as uh, the nation's leader in rushing, he had a tremendous, tremendous year. He made big plays. We got recognized for it at around. least, though. Like, yeah, yeah first I mean, team. 1,442 yards for this guy, 15 touchdowns, average 120 yards a game. If he plays in the bowl game, he'll certainly go uh, over 1,500 plus yards, maybe even more. So uh, I thought that he was the guy that quietly had one of the better seasons for an ACC running back that we've seen in a while. No, he was fantastic. At least he got recognized with first team, all ACC. Yeah. You know, he, he reached that. He was the leading vote getter up there. Jawar Jordan, just a couple of votes behind him, which is interesting. But Amarion Hampton, the guy that was voted um, – the highest running back here making that first team all ACC. So at least he got that kind of love, but I guess you're discussing just discussing or you're talking about the conversation surrounding some of these more talented guys. I think if he played on a team where he was the lead dog, I think he certainly would have been one of those guys we would have seen a little bit more from as far as getting that, that billing uh, on the team. And again, like I said, with, with Phil Moffat with 894 yards, and nine scores, I thought that he, you know, he was the guy that could have been on there over a couple of other people that got. Because I love Jordan Waters from Duke, and I know he had 12 rushing touchdowns, but, you know, 753 uh, on the season for him, averaging about 62 a game. So there's always going to be gripes with any team, but like I said, you just get annoyed with the people you feel like aren't truly uh, watching the game like that.